This is FNX. This is FNX. Wrestling fans rejoice, for the Doctor is in. Welcome to Slamcast with your host, Dr. Nick. Broadcasting here exclusively on the FNX Network. And now, Dr. Nick. Hey everybody, welcome to the debut episode of Slamcast on iTunes. And on the FNX Network. Now, today's podcast, I want to open up with current news. WWE former World Heavyweight Champion Jack Swagger has asked for his release from the company and was granted. Now, a lot of you are probably asking yourself, wasn't Jack Swagger gone a long time ago? Um, To me, it's kind of unfortunate. Another wasted talent. Uh, Former World Heavyweight Champion. Former Money in the Bank winner. United States Champion. ECW Champion. It it pisses me off because of the fact that he was such a great talent. Very charismatic. Very gifted in the ring. He actually holds the record in amateur wrestling for the most pins in a season at 30. His gimmick was the All-American American. American. Um, It's unfortunate for somebody like this, who I've been a fan of since day one, has asked for his release from the company because, I mean, let's face it, he hasn't been used in a long time. Um, I thought things were going to go really well when he was part of the Real Americans with Zeb Coulter but it just it just didn't work out Um, I mean what do you say another guy who had potential they just kind of gave up on and he's gone will he be back I don't know he started in the company in 2006 Went to the ECW brand in 08 and then uh, was basically a hodgepodge on Raw and SmackDown from then. Uh, hell of an amateur wrestling background. The all, uh, you know, the all American, American gimmick was fantastic. We, the people, you know, def- definitely, uh, I mean, hell, anytime he came out, everybody would say it along with him so with this day and age that gimmick definitely worked it worked very well uh he started out in deep south which was the developmental uh and then ohio valley in 07 and then that became florida championship wrestling he had many many good feuds with many different people Uh, i thought he was an awesome ECW champion. He had really good matches with Matt Hardy, Christian, Finley, uh, Randy Orton, uh, MVP, Kofi Kingston. The list goes on. Um, The last time I seen him in a match like myself was last year. He was on a tag team match uh, with his partner was Kane and when he came out the music hit he came out and the crowd popped tremendously and 
you know, he came out there and did his we, the people, and everybody said it with him. It's another one of those situations where the crowd is behind somebody, but the company is not. And that seems to happen a lot nowadays. But uh, WWE wished him the best in all of his endeavors. I'm sorry to see you go, Jack Swagger. I hope that uh, you find success on the indies or possibly in Impact Wrestling. It seems the the place to go nowadays. Uh, the next topic, current news, is Matt, Broken Matt, and Jeff, Brother Nero, have ended their contracts, careers with Impact Wrestling. Basically, it was... Uh, the situation of from what I understand Impact Wrestling is now under a new uh, company Anthem and they wanted to continue taking a portion, a percentage of the money that these guys get on the indie scene plus take away their um, creative control of their gimmicks and the contract negotiations kind of went south and I guess Impact's lawyer was like if he doesn't like it he can go back to WWE now we all want to see the Hardy Boys back in the WWE Matt and Jeff have had fantastic careers in Impact uh, this new gimmick they've had the last year and a half or so has been awesome the broken brilliance of broken Matt Hardy and brother Nero Jeff is fantastic. Hopefully they'll be able to continue to do this and have their final run in WWE. Drew Galloway, also known as former WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, is gone from the company. Um, another case of someone who the crowd was behind, but the company was not. And that's, like I said, it seems to happen a lot. The fans get behind somebody, the company just is too blind to see it, and they ask for their release because, I mean, I wouldn't want to work for a company and not be able to uh, live up to my potential either. So I can completely understand where he's coming from with that. Uh, Drew Galloway has had much success uh, in Impact Wrestling, which is awesome. Uh, especially when when he was released from the company uh, last year after being in uh, 3B with Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal um, it's it's kind of I mean, I like the gimmick and I don't know I, I guess I was kind of shocked that both of them were released um it's one of those things where I don't know. It's it's hard to put in words, I guess. Um, the other thing which I like to, to bring up is when it comes to the idea of creative control, you heard about creative control in WCW. That basically you have the ability to make decisions when it comes to your character and not really have to ask for permission for anything. You own your gimmick as opposed to the company owning your gimmick. Broken Matt and Brother Nero supposedly own their gimmicks. Impact Wrestling does not own it. Um, whether that's the case, 
I don't know. I don't know if this is uh, something that needs, you know, was discussed with the company itself, or I don't know. Um, the next topic, which I've been meaning to talk about for a while, uh, it definitely has changed things quite a bit when it comes to, uh, you know, I, I wanted to start this new segment, um, sort of segue into this day in history. Um, I haven't been able to do much research yet, but the new segment will basically be a moment in wrestling history. I will discuss it and kind of get people's opinions on how much of an impact that it's had on the wrestling business in general. So, uh, but I want to talk about the current class of WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page is being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, which is awesome. Beth Phoenix, Theodore Long, and I was I was hoping for China, but it it just didn't happen. Um, I don't know. I'm not really sure what happened with that. A lot of people are upset that Beth Phoenix is getting inducted uh, before her, but I mean that's just the way the business goes. Uh, Kurt Angle, which was a huge surprise to me, will he be an active superstar? anything's possible I was hoping for the British Bulldog that hasn't happened Owen Hart that also has not happened Uh, some of the rumored other rumored inductees are Ravishing Rick Rude might be a possible inductee I I don't know Uh, the other person who oh the uh, Rock and Roll Express as the tag team is uh, people who are also being inducted in this year. There's a lot of people who I would love to see inducted. Uh, Whether it's going to happen, I don't know. These are some of the accolades of the the inductees that are listed. Kurt Angle, four-time WWE slash WWF champion, one-time World Heavyweight champion, WCW champion, 2000 King of the Ring winner. If you really want to go into it, uh, he's Intercontinental, European title, you name it. Theodore Long, longtime referee, manager, uh, SmackDown GM, Diamond Dallas Page, three time WCW champion, United States champion, one time tag champion, four time WCW tag team champion. Uh, a guy who has transcended you know, wrestling as, as a whole, he was able to adapt, uh, very quickly. He also drove the Cadillac for the honky talk man at WrestleMania. So that's, that's cool. Uh, Beth Phoenix, Divas champion, three time women's champion, 2008 Slammy award, uh, entrant in the Royal rumble. She was, I believe, the second female besides China to be in the Royal Rumble. The Rock and Roll Express, four-time NWA tag champion, 
four-time NWA World Tag Champion, Southern Tag Team titles, uh, 10-time, what company? Oh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Champions, two-time USWA World Tag Team titles uh, champions. So it's interesting to see that over all the tag teams that have not been inducted yet, such as uh, Demolition, the Rougeos, the Beverly Brothers. Um, I was kind of waiting for the Natural Disasters, Hurricane and Typhoon. I thought that was going to be a possibility. I was also hoping for uh, Vader to be inducted. Um, he's definitely deserving for many, many reasons. Uh, let's talk about, uh, let's go into this next segment I'd like to call This Week in Wrestling. Monday Night Raw, once again, was kind of lackluster compared to SmackDown. So let's talk about SmackDown first. Obviously, it's been set up that you have The Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella at WrestleMania. I could possibly see um, Natalia versus Alexa Bliss, maybe, for the women's title. I'd also, uh, of course, you're going to have uh, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt was turned on by Randy Orton. He set fire to the Wyatt compound uh, where Sister Abigail supposedly is uh, buried turning on the Wyatt family because as we know Randy Orton won the 2017 Royal Rumble he won the right to go to Wrestlemania to face the champion at first he turned it down so they had a battle royal to determine who's going to face Bray Wyatt so I could see AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt as a potential uh, Wrestlemania main event the tag titles American Alpha I'm not really sure who they're going to go against are they going to have some type of tag team uh, six way match I don't really know Uh, of course you have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal maybe we'll see AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon that's starting to kind of shape up as of last night on Talking Smack Uh, Naomi uh, possibly showing up before Wrestlemania and wanting to interject herself maybe it'll be a three way maybe it'll be Alexa Bliss uh, Naomi and Natalia that could be a possibility then of course you have uh, you know other pre-show matches you know a bunch of other different stuff and then Monday Night Raw, of course, you have uh, Goldberg versus Kevin Owens at Fastlane for the Universal Championship. Kevin Owens is going to drop the belt to Goldberg. He's going to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And then that leaves Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho uh, at WrestleMania. And then you have... I could see them having... It would be a good match to see Enzo and Big Cass versus The Club. That'd be a really good match for the Raw Tag Team titles at WrestleMania. 
because I think the club is going to retain uh, at Fastlane. I don't remember who they're facing at Fastlane. I can't remember exactly. Uh, the Raw Women's Championship, uh, Charlotte is going to win it back at Fastlane. Uh, will it be Bailey versus Charlotte at WrestleMania? Or, uh, I mean, as much as I don't really want to see it again, maybe it'll be a three-way match. Bailey, Sasha Banks, uh, and Charlotte. Um, it'd be interesting to see whether it's going to happen. I don't know. Um, anything can happen, I guess you could say. Anything can happen. Um, when it comes to WrestleMania, everybody looks forward to it every year. Last year, it seemed like it was like seven hours long. You you have uh, the pre-show, the pre-show matches, and then it goes you know through the different things. But uh, I missed the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania. I always thought it was a a really good ex you know extra thing to have. So um, I don't know. It's just it's just different. Um. The next thing I kind of want to talk about, which segues into this, is with the Quest for Gold gimmick that the Hardys are doing, will they show up at WrestleMania and challenge uh, one of the tag teams to the titles? Will that be their segue into it? I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the club versus Broken Matt and Brother Nero. I'd love to see that. Uh, New Day is not even on the card. They're actually hosting WrestleMania. And I don't know if this is actually a clue of what may be coming, but Hulk Hogan may or may not be, uh, you know, coming back. He may be forgiven by the WWE. I think it's about time. Come on, uh, WWE, forgive the Hulkster. Let him come back. It, It needs to happen. He's he's done so much for the wrestling industry. He made some bad decisions. He said some things he shouldn't. Let him come back. So before I end this podcast, I want to give a question for all the wrestling podcasts, basically anybody that wants to answer this on the FNX network. If you were able to pick a specific match in WrestleMania history that you can honestly say that made me a wrestling fan. That made me stay. That will always stick with me. Pick a match. Uh, It doesn't have to be both competitors. It can be one specific competitor in that match that made an impression on you as a wrestling fan and, and just had you hooked from day one. Uh, me personally, um, I think, and I, I'm not going to say the generic answer of, well, you know, Hulk Hogan caught my interest in wrestling. Honestly, the person that actually caught my interest in wrestling was probably Jake the Snake and Ravishing Rick Rude. Both of those guys were probably the, the number one and number two people that really caught my eye in professional wrestling. I always thought it was so cool that Jake would come out and cut these fantastic promos and didn't have to yell. He would speak softly and fluently 
And, you know, of course, he carried around the big snake and used it on his opponents. That was always really cool, too. But anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for checking me out on iTunes. And you could also check me out on the FNX.network. Check out the Facebook page. Check out my YouTube channel, The 90s Guy. And I'll see you all later. This is FNX.